feel like everything I'm about to say is a sexual innuendo. It's really hard. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Annie Fox. And I'm Laurel Pinson. And this is Workwives, conversations at your desk with the woman who knows you best. We want to kick the year off in the best possible way we know how. Do you see how much I'm straining? Can yes. You see? There's I like can, a vein. There it. is literally a vein. There's a big veiny one right on my forehead. Okay, just stop. Just move ahead. <laughs> um, so we want to talk about sex in case you Let's didn't notice. Let's cat out of the we, bag. We just need to, we just, yeah, exactly. We need to release. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joyous thing. It's a celebration. Well, and it's something that, to be honest, we talk a lot about at work. Sex is part of your health, part of your wellness, part of your relationships. True. And even though 2016 was a garbage fire, it did lay... A solid foundation upon which some really exciting things are going to unfold for us around our vaginas and sex in general yep. in 2017. Mm-hmm. And to that end, we wanted to talk to our sex and relationships editor, Katie Drell, to come by. <laughs> to come. <laughs> to just come. To just come. Bye. Bye. And talk about a little bit about like what has been happening in sex and technology in 2016. <laughs> to talk about what is coming in 2017. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. What is coming no. all over you in 2017? No. Specifically, Thank you. to talk about the future of sex yes. or what the future holds for sex. Okay, Katie, before you get into it, why don't you just tell sure. us who you are and why you're here? Well, I'm Katie Drell. And I am the sex and relationships editor at Glamour.com. Chic. Lucky woman. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, I started out doing politics and uh, <laughs> surprisingly easy transition over to sex, I especially in 2016. I believe that. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about the year that was sex-wise. Not all of it good, you know, but I think um, as I was kind of making a list of things, you know, Nothing sexier than a list. I I love a list. What can I say? I was starting to think about technological advancements and then kind of how those tie into where we've gotten culturally. And I think overall 2016 was a year of very smart sex. Wow. Particularly smart sex. Sure. Which is hot. It is. I think it's very sexy. Yes. Smart is very sexy. And I think that something had happened over... You know, once we kind of felt comfortable with having won the culture wars, we got a little bit um, prudish about sex. We did? I think we did. Um, I think that we got cooler about nudity and we got more open about female sexuality in general, but we weren't being as explicit and as open. Mm. And unfortunately, but also kind of fortunately, Donald Trump shattered a lot of that um, by, you know, saying things like grab her by the pussy. Yeah. 2016 was a really good year for hearing the word pussy uttered on cable news. <laughs> that That's is actually some in good, yeah. better news. <laughs> we heard the word pussy more, I guess. Yeah, right. and I think that gave us license to, I think what you're saying, right, is to say pussy more and talk about our own pussies more because we were like defending so. them. Could well, you give us an example of one of these things? Sure. These, like smart technological sex things? Sure, I absolutely can. <laughs> one of the things that you <laughs> both always hear me talk about and – Partially, it's because I just love the word so much. I can't wait till you say it. Teledildonics. 
This is a great year for teledildonics. Do you know what? That would be a hella cool, like, electro-punk band. Yeah, that'd be a good band, (laughs) teledildonics. So, teledildonics. Yes. We've been talking about them for a while. I've been talking about them incessantly. You have. Um, But I think this year was a year where... They were brought into the mainstream. In okay, wait. Well, you got to tell us what. You got to tell us what teledildonics is. Oh, oh well, I'm getting there. Band. Okay, it's remote sex. It is um, typically involving two sex toys, a male version and a female version. Um, you know, a dildo and a sleeve, for example. Yeah. Uh, that connect wirelessly either through an app or the internet. The biggest one on the market, and the one that I think really kind of changed the game in terms of making the idea of teledildonics something that wasn't scary and a lot more accessible and Mm -hmm. kind of romantic um, are these ones by Love Ends. So this one comes with its own software. It has a big focus on, um, you know, signing on securely. And it also, the female toy um, Mm -hmm. is a dildo-esque vibrator thing Mm -hmm. that uh, has sensors all over it that will... Feel what's going on inside you and react um, in the male sleeve version, or there's two wow. female versions. Uh, okay, so it's connect. not strictly hetero. Not strictly hetero. Awesome. But, I mean, you know, I, I keep making hand gestures because yeah, I can't stop. Me too. I and I'm them. like, they're You're not like, going to see this. Thing, but and, you also, know. I will say the hand versions aren't the typical finger in hole. No, Everyone's they're no, doing like, like they're more like massaging. an octopus. <laughs> yeah, like it's stroking another stroking. octopus. Yeah. Like I'm kind of unhooking jewelry. I don't know. Oh, you I mean, are. It's like it's like your Apple headphones. Untangling. We're all untangling Apple headphones. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. Okay, good. Okay, go. But to be really explicit about it, so let's use the hetero versions as an example. So you've got a a sleeve Mm -hmm. and a dildo. Sure. And there's an app. Sure. Yes. It's software. It connects to the internet. So you you hook it all up. Mm -hmm. You put the bits on your bits. Yep. Well, not on your bits because obviously the lady would be using the dildo part. Sure. And the guy guy would be using using the the sleeve. sleeve. Exactly. And so in terms of how this actually goes down, Mm -hmm. the guy – and. Let's make sure I get this correctly. The guy, fa 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 fa, in the in the sleeve. Very explicit. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, guess I actually a little. Don't, he's 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 boat. Are we allowed to say fucking the sleeve? Yeah. Probably not. I just did. Okay, yeah. he puts his junk in, in the, the sleeve, sleeve, but like in and out. You know, in a sexing as kind one of does. capacity as well. <laughs> I mean, sure. Okay, and then so and he's having sex with the sleeve. Yeah, and, and it is contracting um, as the woman's vagina contracts around the. Dildo. And is she feeling the yes. the thrusting, the thrusting of, of, of in the dildo? I've not tried it out myself. In the dildo? It's very highly reviewed, yes. Wow. wow. She's feeling the thrusting in the dildo. This is this is what I'm say I it. I'm so shocked. But also along the lines of smart sex and teledildonics. <sighs> um, You're right. So there is this website called Cam Soda. It's you know, typically a camming website where people um, pay to watch generally women. Um, perform you know various sex acts or stripping or whatever this website has gotten into the teledildonics game uh and they will be debuting these camming stars performing fellatio on a teledildonic dildo that users can pay to download onto you can download a cam stars blowjob onto your dick onto onto yeah onto your sleeve which is your dick can you get eaten out by a porn star I mean, or the, the I don't more know. appropriate version of Ladyhead. I can't think of it. Something that I think is not very smart about the year in smart sex is that all the things at the forefront are still very much being tried on men first. It comes with a with maybe a more robust. I can't. I just can't say things. 
a <laughs> thicker market. But I know, Katie, that you actually wrote a whole piece about this, just about sex robots. I love sex robots so much. Has everyone seen the YouTube, the sex robot, sex robot? Every time you say it, I want to sing the sex <laughs> robot song to you. It's really cute. Well, okay, I actually have a caveat to what I just said about how most smart uh, advancements are tested on men first. Mm. A company successfully crowdfunded on Indiegogo. Um, the This vibrator called the Lioness, which is a quote-unquote smart vibrator that in addition to getting you off, tracks things. Like it'll track how long it took you to get off, oh. what time of day slash month slash um, time in your menstrual cycle are you most aroused, are you least aroused. And its goal purportedly is to kind of get all this information for you so that your sexual health becomes something you track in the way that you track any other part of your health. Because I mean, obviously. That's the lioness. Yes. Yeah. The lioness. That the lioness. is fucking brilliant. Yeah. I find that a little more enticing than the Bluetooth tampon. Oh. <laughs> that was a little weird, that oh. one. That advance was like, could oh. take it or leave it. I just don't like a reusable tampon. Yeah. It's why I could never get into like the diva cup. The also cup? because the suction feels like it's trying to pull, pull your out, soul it out it through your uterus. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. I think it's interesting that in talking about sexual health, we're actually talking about sex and sex acts as opposed to a lot of the way that a lot of people conventionally think about sexual health, which is STIs or, you know, the actual health of your vagina, not like right. sexual health, like how often are you having sex? How happy are you with the sex? Like that's more, I guess it's like sexual wellness. Well, and I, I think that um, the fact that we even are starting to incorporate this idea of sex as, as being a healthy thing, a healthy person wants sex. Um, I, I have to say that kind of ties into this idea of 2016 being a year of smarter sex. And I know this is going to be controversial, but I kind of think we have Donald Trump a little bit to thank for it. I don't know if I'm ready to, but I'm I'm, I'm open to that concept, but I'm definitely not ready to think. Well, really, the only reason i Can you imagine before him having a president that had been divorced and remarried three times? This is something that happens to people all the time, but it, there was some kind of stigma in terms of a president being like that That's and true. now that really wasn't even touched on i know that on glamour we talked a lot about some of the problems that melania faced you sure. know with a lot of people talking about her modeling past and whether or not she had posed nude or she hadn't posed nude and it was entirely inappropriate that people were taking her to task trump's policies sure. i personally disagree with some of his policies does in no way mean that i give a shit if he's been divorced right you know or that sure. i give a shit if his wife posed nude it just doesn't matter like you can right. separate those things and it became more logical to separate them Right. You know, in a way where there wasn't this moral outrage. And when you kind of get rid of the moral outrage, you're getting rid of the taboo, which means that even if you're talking to somebody who disagrees with what you think, you're able to talk about it. It's yeah. more honest. Yep. It also brought up issues of consent. You know, this whole grabber by the pussy thing. Consent was something that was being talked about on a presidential debate stage. Right. We yep. couldn't we used to not be able to get an abortion uh, conversation going on a presidential that debate is true. Space. That is stage. definitely and true. It's I, nuanced now. I want to shift the conversation slightly sure. to uh, Teledildonics versus a sex robot. 
And if there is a difference, and what is the difference? So, I mean, I think sex robots right now are not... (laughs) (laughs) Talk to you about the state of sex robotics. I have a lot of thoughts about sex robots. We got time, girl. We got time. (laughs) Overall pro, um, in theory, I think that they're never going to replace people. I also think we're not as far as we thought they would be I don't even know what a sex Mm. robot is. Are you talking about like a person that is a robot that I can have sex with? No. Or is it just a moving genital? Um, It... Right now, it's more the latter. Um, there's, I mean, obviously, uh, the people who invented the real dolls, you know, which are oh, yep. made famous by Lars and the Real Girl, at least like in a more mainstream way, um, which is a great movie, by it the way. It is a very good, good movie. movie. Um, they, Ryan Reynolds is great in that film. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Stop. But one second, Ryan Reynolds has a really good tweet um, where he says, the only, um, I finally worked out the difference between Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling has blonde hair and Ryan Reynolds is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Which just made me respect Ryan Reynolds. Oh, uh, yeah, that's really Perhaps good. I mean, Reynolds. he was really good in Drive. Stop. Just stop it. All right. Go, go. <laughs> Sex robots. <laughs> so uh, they announced, that company announced that they were going to start exploring how to get AI into real dolls, which wow. is very close to what I envision as a sex robot. I mean, this is this is the true origin story for the Terminator. Right, That's right. what people don't know. But I Skynet think... was like, how do we make sex robots? <laughs> exactly. Because think... that'll get done faster. Yeah, you know it will. Yeah, like army robots? Because <sighs> you're government funding. <laughs> government funding. People it. will fucking pay for a yeah. sex robot. Yep. Oh, yeah. But futurists are saying that, you know, regardless of how excited we all are, they're never actually going to replace human fucking. But I think... Um, but they don't need of, to, do no. they? We're no. just saying there's a, now a different thing to fuck. That's no, like masturbation like doesn't the alarmists sex. Right. always say. Alarmists oh, are like, oh. But like, alarmists are so not fun. They're not fun. Alarmists so, are, by definition, alarmists. <laughs> it's true. So that, I think, uh, fits the mold of kind of what I would picture as being a sex robot, you know? Um, like the fembots in Austin Powers, kind of. But they don't shoot you in the face, obviously. Exactly. Yes. Which, right. would, but, you know, that's hey, also awesome. But, and that kind awesome. of solves the military problem, too. You could kind of, it's like that's both. True. Unless but, they're shooting lube at you or something. <laughs> I mean, that would that would definitely have a good, like, element of surprise. Our spy program would be on point. <laughs> oh, be. yeah. If it's just like you're boning the guy and then it's like, boom. boom. But yeah. I would also say that, <laughs> personally speaking, considering as established, all of my, like, you know, most attractive guys are some blend of, like, Ken and a superhero and an assassin. It's basically Ken and He-Man. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is your ideal man. That is, like, Michael from Nikita. Yeah, basically. Exactly. And that's Kurt Weller from fucking Blind From Blindspot. Yeah, and, like, that would be your sex robot. In a will-they-won't-they they drama. <laughs> In a will-they-won't-they-won't they won't drama. Except you know in this case, I know they will. <laughs> it's true. That is actually true. Oh, my God. Could you imagine the AI you would be downloading, like, the AI upgrades? You'd want him to be, like, real cash and, like, not calling you back. I mean, this is getting a little bit. And then leaning in for a kiss and then and being like, I can't. I can't do this. Yeah. I'd be yeah. like, I need to program him to be, like, a little bit not into it some of the time. <laughs> Okay, sorry. To go back to sex robots. Thank God. Briefly touch on sex robots one more time. Bring it all back home. Please do. Um, Well, I kind of think the closest we're getting right now is sort of where we're going with VR. Mm. I mean, these are we're technically watching this generally with real people. I mean, sometimes there's kind of like a hentai element with like a lot of VR stuff. Is now. there a lot of VR porn? I didn't even think of VR porn. Well, Pornhub started offering it for free. What? Yeah, it was a really good I year. Mean, for is it VR, VR or is it 360 video or is it like how is it presented? I mean, so it's it, like it's kind of the same. Like, uh, you know, VR is a lot more accessible now, obviously, yeah. than it was even last year or two years ago or whatever. Um, but 
in general, it's like a 360 version of porn. Um, it. Mostly it's POV from I was my say, experience. That's and what I was saying. And is it male. mostly ma- oh, Yeah. And I think people figured out how to make it cheaply and mm. easily accessible. And it's getting really mainstream in a way that I think it surprised me. And I'm like very into embracing, you know, the new technology. And I was surprised at how quickly we went from VR to V. I mean, I'm never surprised at how quickly something turns Gets to, to porn, porn. Thank you. But. <laughs> I was surprised at how quickly the idea of using VR technology for porn in a mainstream way yeah. took off. Mm. Um, Pornhub is like, it's very much, it's free. Yeah. Pornhub, like a lot of their most watched videos are VR videos. Wow. And like, it's crazy. I don't know the numbers on that or anything, but, but yeah. just like from observation, <laughs> from personal Think. observation. Huh. Um, and then also this year, I would be remiss not to mention uh the Illusion VR by Tanga, which is... I have no idea what that is. A Japanese a company made a VR... Shall we call it a suit? Oh, I, th- oh I God, see where I this hope is so. going. Um, and it has a masturbator, which In is what suit. you'd call like a boy uh, dildo, I guess. But it's like not, you know, it's it's a sleeve. Um, oh, so it's this In the suit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also a pair of prosthetic tits. On the suits, the um, guy the suit, has, has you, tits on him. You strap in, and uh, or one would strap in, <laughs> and uh, put on VR, and it kind of like jacks you off, and you can feel, you know, things a simulation you. of boobs, and oh, so it's like the sensation it. of a woman. Oh, so the tits are coming in at you, not like you're not it's just wearing like on the tits. It. I think you're, they're not like on you, but they're like pointing toward, toward you. you. Yeah, that's ah. right. Right. So you're feeling the tits, <laughs> and you're. A lot of hand gestures again. again. <laughs> and you're sort of fucking the suit yeah, in a way. It's, yeah, because like, it's like this big, yeah, it's a white suit and you have, you know, the thing over your face and over your ears and it's a very immersive experience. Wow. Shall we say? Do they have a female version? Not yet that I am aware of, but, you know. I'm really interested in the idea of sex robots and porn generally as it relates to consent and also women and safety sure you know which i think we talk about a lot and yet this virtual world and or sex robots it's the ultimate way to stay as safe as you would want to be if you wanted to really be experimental in your approach to sex but you were very anxious about trusting someone you didn't have a partner that you trusted really explicitly Mm -hmm. like are sex robots in some way a more safe environment for women to experiment sexually than say going out to a bar in new york I mean, I hope the answer is no. I hope the answer is that I would be just as safe going out to a bar in New York and meeting someone and having a civil conversation and saying, like, hey, I want to try this thing. Do you want to try this thing? And they'd be like, yeah, I want to try that thing. Then having to buy a sex robot <laughs> that is, like, just there and I get to, you know, put an Elsa costume on it and then have sex with it. I, I thought about that a lot, especially where the cam soda downloadable blowjob thing is concerned. Um and Rolling Stone wrote a story about this, and, uh, you know, I mean, it was kind of like a lot of teledildonic stuff, but uh, one of the things they said was that it could revolutionize sex work in some ways because you're still having sex in some way or you're having um, a sexual experience with these women that, you know, you're seeing on these cam sites, and you're, there's still a transactional element, but you're not put at risk. The girl is not put at risk. Mm, that's um, really I'm using yeah. women, you know, just as an example, yeah, totally. men as well. But, um, you know, she is not going to be outside of her bedroom. Uh, she can do all of that from wherever she feels safest. 
in a way, it could very much, teledildonic specifically, could very much revolutionize sex, sex work. work. Yeah, huh. I see that even with just sort of like normalizing an industry, mm-hmm. quote unquote, like the stigma that still exists around sex work, I think could sl- like even slowly disappear with the introduction of something like teledildonics, which yeah. creates, I don't know, just some sort of, like I guess the buffer really, like the physical buffer. And a democratization as totally. well. Totally, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that puts the power in the hands of the women too, that they can mm-hmm. control their own like economics basically mm-hmm. around sure. it too, which I think is awesome. Okay, we've talked a lot about 2016. You've sold me that 2016 had some very strong selling points. Yeah, especially for sex. I thought this was just going to be a horror show of a conversation Same. about how oppressed we all were. I'm Apparently an optimist. Not. So tell me about 2017. What are we looking forward to? What does my vagina have to look forward to? Well, so all of those things that we just talked about, um, the kind of new frontier of both teledildonics, sex robots, just kind of um, the democratization of technologically advanced sex. <sighs> You like that? Oh, Oh, I like that a Um, lot. I think that we are going to see um, true democracy in that a lot of the things that are kind of just happening right now are mostly for men and male pleasure. They're happening simultaneously uh, with this larger conversation about consent and female pleasure and sexuality as part of health, and especially female sexuality as sexual health being part of your overall health could you say it's all coming to a head um, could you say it's all coming together uh i think it's going to come together i think i think i think think we're coming together okay good yeah i think we're gonna come together and i think it's gonna be really satisfying oh my god thank god (laughs) thank god i'm ready What's the most future sex thing I own? I mean, I have some sex toys. I feel like most of my... I feel like when I was first starting out with experimenting with sex toys, you go for the thing that seems really showy. Like everybody was all about... Like the rabbit rabbit. was really big, you know. But I felt like the more comfortable I got, or at least the more self-aware I was and what was actually going to give me pleasure, they ended up being less futury or intense looking and much more small and malleable and approachable Mm. you know it would end up being like a little vibrating egg or something small i will also say there was a period in time where we they were really making dildos and vibrators that looked like other things like like, i don't rabbit look at this carrot look at this and now it's just become much more in a lot of cases about high-end technology like Mm -hmm. really smart technology and like beautiful safe ergonomic designs Uh, yes that are like healthier to use one one easier Easier to to clean clean, two two. and also like actually work and don't just ram your clit yeah or there was a lot of just like things that move really quickly must be pleasurable for women and it's like actually incorrect incorrect and in most cases they also look kind of innocuous that's meaning if you're traveling with them or just chic but if you're traveling with them or if they're you're immediate you don't immediately go towards oh that's a sex toy device but i i really detest now the sex toy environment where you walk in and it just looks like dicks which period which p.s i never had any desire to have like a substitute penis that like looked really realistic right i don't maybe that's a turn on for a lot of people it just never was for me i just thought i don't i don't really need that like if i don't if i'm not having sex with a guy right now i can go for something that's totally different doesn't it's not just like well if you you don't have a penis around here's another one because god forbid here's a spare penis you should be in a bedroom having sex with breaks in the house hold on to it and hold it it's really gonna help you read instructions i mean certainly drive oh my god 
You'll never get lost again. <laughs> you just slap it against your Google Maps yeah. and magically you know whether to take Unfold a left or a right map, turn. Put the penis on, on the table. So oh. wait, wait. What? What's the most Oh, oh what's yes. the most future sex toy you own? I have a Wii Vibe. Ooh, a Wii Vibe. Oh wait, yeah. I know a Wii, yeah. Wii Vibe. So it syncs to your phone and you and it also has a remote control. And it's an internal external vibrator. It kinda looks like like a C like a like a clip. I don't want to say it. clip. Like but a clip. It's kind of like a It's clip. like a sleeve. So, it's, so no, it's, no. It's, it's internal and Oh, that's external. right. That's right. Yes. Like a, like a, like a <laughs> We're both doing duck heads. <laughs> we're, both, <laughs> we're both doing shadow puppets we in are, each other we're doing right shadow now. Puppets. Shadow puppets. Anyway, it's a wee vibe. Look it up. Um, but it um, has an app. And so you can create, either illustrate with your finger or create different sensations and vibrations on the app. Or, and you can also invite someone. Ooh. So you can invite. In connect with a lover, which um, you can act, literally send it to anyone that has a phone number and they will then be prompted to download the app and do it. So it doesn't have to be to one particular person, though you can. Um, or you can just like hand the remote control to somebody in the, you know, in the, in the room with you. Like you oh, don't have hot. to physically be away. Um, and then they can control it. It is just easier to use a vibrator when you have a remote control. So you're not also I was gonna trying say, to. I also just don't need my phone. Like I don't no, need another, another area where I'm using my phone, really. Amen. And also like, let's just put the phone down. Have some me time. Have some me time. You don't want to be toggling between Slack and Wi-Fi. For the love of God. You never know what kind of notifications you're going to get. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's like seeing feet. Sends you right back to the beginning. Work Wives is produced by Ben Riskin and Acast. Our associate producer, Katiri Benjamin, keeps the ship afloat. And we have production support from the whole staff at Glamour, including Anna Mays Line, Lizzie Logan, and Simone Kitchens. And we're recorded right here at Condé Nast Studio in NYC.